Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This episode of the Power Ranking Show is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all of your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's NBA playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters this season, as they have you covered for all of your sports wagering needs, including basketball, MLB, NHL, UFC, and boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and the easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games that you can play right from your home. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hey, man, it is the Power Rankings podcast, the Power Rankings show. That was the voice of at. Marcus underscore Mosher with, uh, listen, Bet Online, which we just use their odds to talk uh, division odds. Uh, if you didn't catch that podcast, we did that yesterday. It's Thursday evening, and uh, this is a power ranking short. And Marcus and I wanted to keep up our theme of negative Nancy Week. So we got mm-hmm. one more negative podcast for you. And that is, here's a podcast on the owners. <laughs> just kidding. No. <laughs> we thought of the five, like our least favorite owners. <laughs> yeah. Our five moves that... We're skeptical about this year. Uh, you know, they're not saying they're not going to work out, but we're being a little bit negative. I want to get us started off. I think Baker Mayfield to Tampa Bay. I have defended Baker Mayfield with you uh, a few times. I'm not so sure that I love what's going on in Tampa. He's got a new offensive coordinator. He's got a defensive-minded head coach. Uh, Mike Evans isn't a youngster anymore. I don't know how much longer he's going to stay productive. And uh, I know they still have Chris Godwin. I wonder about the running game there. Uh, are they going to get something from their second year tight end? And Baker, his back isn't really against the wall like it was last year to prove himself, per se. What do you say? And then on top of that, we we saw Tampa Bay lose two starters on their offensive line, Shaq Mason, Donovan Smith at left tackle. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just feels like it's such a stopgap option, and Tampa Bay knows that, right? Like, how can you replace Tom Brady when you don't really have cap space or draft picks? They're probably trying to make the best of a bad situation, but I I just don't see the upside in signing somebody like Baker Mayfield. You know, I I guess I just think uh, when he had that amazing night with the Rams on Thursday night football when he started on two days' notice – he knew he had a lot to prove. Will he come with that same attention to detail and sense of urgency all season long in Tampa? I think he needs to, but you give me one. Ooh, there's so many that we could talk about. How about Jimmy Garoppolo to the Raiders? Like I, I, I wasn't the biggest Derek, you know, Derek Carr believer or fan, uh, but I certainly think he's better than Jimmy Garoppolo. And I just don't see how Jimmy Garoppolo fits in with this offense because they have Devontae Adams on the outside, but Garoppolo isn't really somebody who likes to push the ball down the field. Do they have a great offensive line? No. Has he been able to stay healthy? No. I I just don't get it. Remember, Darren Waller's not there anymore. And remember, you know, I always said this, people underrate the idea that you can walk out there and know how much points you have to put up. I always use the Russell Wilson example, 2012 to 2014. Russell Wilson, yeah, he played good football, but... 
he knew I go out there and I put 20 points on the board. We win. Uh, when Jimmy Garoppolo started most of his games with San Francisco, we put 20, 24 on the board. We win. We don't need to mm-hmm. score 30 almost ever. Uh, that's not going to be the case. If you look at the Raiders secondary in particular, <laughs> you're really your hamstrings because they might need you. Yes. So uh, <laughs> they're not good. I mean, they're okay. I did stretch yesterday. Okay, good. Uh, you honestly, but, you might be able to play nickel for them. That's it's man, that bad right now. I could, you know, look. I could do some red zone snaps. I can still run. Uh, I just I have no. Le- you could slide a credit card under my vertical leap. Uh, I like that one. Uh, we talked a little bit about the Cardinals head coaching hire. I mean, a little negative on it's that just one. Bad. I mean, let's just. The reason why Philadelphia didn't win the Super Bowl last year is because their defense, despite all of the talent. Wasn't very good. They, like they just got shredded by Phil or by Kansas City. We even saw them play Dallas late in the year, and they couldn't stop Dak Prescott at all. And yet, this is the guy that all of a sudden you're making your head coach in Arizona. It, it feels very much to me like when Matt Patricia got hired to be the Lions' head coach yeah. after getting throttled by Philadelphia in the Super Bowl. I, I just, I just don't see it. Let's hope Jonathan Gannon works out a little bit better. You know, the Eagles lost both their coordinators. I don't know that I feel as bad about them losing their offensive coordinator who went to Indy, yes. uh, but we will, uh, we'll, we'll I like him a little bit there. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, cool. Uh, you know, a guy that I like, um, that I think was really key to the Rams two years ago is Odell Beckham, but I don't know about this one. You know, he's 30. I think he's going to be 31. He's coming off a major knee injury. He's a veteran receiver. This is a Baltimore football team whose top wide receiver didn't even reach 500 yards uh, last year. I I think of the four guys we've mentioned so far, this one I'm the least negative Nancy on. But what's if your I fear? said, like, what's your fear here? Couple things. Couple things. Number one, um, the Ravens have not had a really prolific passing attack to their wide receivers in a really long time. That's not really their game with Lamar Jackson. No. I'm not saying Lamar Jackson can't throw a football before all these people come out of the woodwork and say that I'm just stating what is Uh, their offense runs through their tight end and it runs through their running game. And now maybe they're trying to change that. But if you remember when their starting tight end got hurt last year, who was the, who was the guy that stepped up against the bucks on national TV? Do you remember? Yeah. Isaiah likely. Yeah. And what position did he play? Yeah. He's a tight end. Tight end. So um, I just wonder now when I say I'm not super, you know, hot dogs and apple pie about this, I'm thinking 798 and four or five touchdowns for mm-hmm. Odell Beckham this year. Um, also, what scares me is I remember Reggie Wayne was awesome in 2012 with Andrew Luck. I mean, absolutely awesome. But then he hurt his knee the next year and it just never was the same. Now, Reggie Wayne was a little bit farther along. Um, then Odell Beckham, I think that was year 13 for Reggie Wayne. This will be year 10 for Odell Beckham, but it's, it's a concern. The only thing that I would say is this offense is going to change dramatically now that Greg Roman is gone because hope- you're right. You're right. Greg Roman, he wanted to run the ball, use the tight ends and play a ball control style of offense. Now they have Todd Munkin who wants to spread the field out, who wants to use three and four wide receiver sets. So, I I actually I agree with you on the stat line for Odell. Like if he gets to 800 yards and over six touchdowns, I think that's a win for Baltimore. The reason why I am a, maybe a little bit higher on this for the Ravens is mm-hmm. because they just needed to add more bodies to the position. Because if sure. you're going to be going from 
one and two receiver sets to four receiver sets, you better have five guys that you feel really good about. Now with Odell, Rashad Bateman, Zay Flowers, who they drafted, they brought in Nelson Aguilar. I at least feel better about their wide receiver situation. I'm with you. The team still spread their tight end out wide yes. uh, and tight end Mark Andrews. That's, that's where they've been going with the football. Why would you not? He should still I have a admit, huge year. Yeah. I will admit this was a little bit more of a fantasy take that. I think the people that are expecting 1100 yards and 10 touchdowns. Yes. I, I think that's a little rich for a guy coming off a knee injury where he wasn't ready to play. Um, I, I'm just, I have a little bit of concern about it. It feels like a better fit for Lamar Jackson than Odell Beckham, right? Yeah. And I yes. think that's probably what it's going to end up being. Yeah, well, they needed to do something for Lamar because in fairness to him, he hasn't really had reliable players there mm-hmm. on the outside. The best player that he did have there is well, went to Arizona, quite frankly. So um, that's one of the reasons they run the offense through their tight end. I still think they're going to run the ball a heck of a lot. You're still going to use Lamar's uh, legs a heck of a lot. So we'll see what happens there. All right, give me one more. I don't know if I love Brian Schottenheimer as the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys. It's, just, I mean, it's fine. I think Mike McCarthy is going to be the one. Obviously, he's going to be the one calling the plays. He's going to be the one mm-hmm. installing the offense. But I think the downgrade from Brian Schottenheimer to Kellen Moore, or for, sorry, from Kellen Moore to Brian right, Schottenheimer right. is a pretty significant one. I don't know. I just. It, his track record doesn't make me uh, feel very confident that the Cowboys are going to be better on offense this season. I tell you what, my dog often joins me for the podcast right here on the couch. He even ran off his perch for that one. I don't think he's a fan either. Um, I'm with you. You know, I've said this a few times. It's been it's been a minute. I said, look, if you're one of those people um, that hates on Dak Prescott, you can't also hate on Kellen Moore. And vice versa, because the Cowboys have put up a lot of points. Mm-hmm. So if Kellen Moore was the problem, then you probably think Dak, or you should think that Dak Prescott's pretty good. Mm-hmm. If Kellen Moore is good, you probably think Dak Prescott, or you should think Dak Prescott is the problem. What I was having an issue with is people were saying, oh, Kellen Moore stinks and Dak needs to, you know, they need to replace Dak. And I'm like, hey, these guys scored a lot of points. It had to be somebody. Now, in my opinion, I think Kellen Moore was as big or bigger part of that equation as the quarterback. I think as big. Um, just my last question on this. Do you think that the Dak and that offense, because it's not all up to Dak, it's can Tony Pollard stay healthy, mm-hmm. the offensive line, um, you know, they, they, they want to get their right tackle back, nice and healthy. How much are they going to have to use guys like Jason Peters? Those kinds of questions. I get that. Um, what do you see Dak doing with, what, give me some numbers. Are we looking at 25 points per game? I don't think they'll go down that much, to be honest, because they still have a lot of talent. I think their wide receiver core is certainly a lot better than it was at this time last year. Uh, And I think the offensive line has a chance to be even better with Tyler Smith, you know, getting better in year two. So I'll, I'll still say like 27, 28 points per game. I just don't see those games where they're scoring 49 points and everything looks so easy for them. I I don't know if we're going to see those as frequently as we did last year. Hey, and even if the offense does struggle, maybe the Stephon Gilmore signing really works out combined with a pretty good pass rush. Maybe the Cowboys defense creates so many opportunities that even if the offense kind of stinks, they still score 28 a game by virtue of the defense. So uh, obviously the kicking game would come in here too, but I, but I like that one. Uh, I'm with you of all of the five, 
of the five. So Jonathan Gannon, Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham, uh, Brian Schottenheimer, Jimmy Garoppolo, which one do you think will probably work out the best and which one the worst? I think there is a chance that Jimmy Garoppolo could just be average, right? And if he's average Mm -hmm. and the Raiders defense improves a little bit, they do have a lot of playmakers on that offense, right? With Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams, they drafted Michael Mayer and they're getting a healthy Hunter Renfro. And oh, by the way, they signed Jacoby Myers. If he can just be average, the Raiders were in a ton of games last year. Maybe that one could be okay. What's the worst? I, I just don't see how... Baker's going to work in Tampa Bay. Oh, like, that's not what I was expecting. You're going to say Jonathan Gannon, right? Yeah, I mean, the well, that's about, I think that's just bad. a given. The, the yeah. Baker one, it just feels so much like we just had to find a placeholder and he was the cheapest option available. I just, I, right. I don't see that working out well for either party. All right, I can't talk about this anymore. All right, we're done. It's, it's we're going to be positive polys next week. You bet. He is the host of Locked On Cowboys. You can catch that with Landon McCool. He is at Marcus underscore Mosher on Twitter, and he writes for Pro Football Focus sometimes. You might want to read those. Uh, Mm. It's kind of cool. You might learn something. I'm at Harrison NFL on Twitter. We really appreciate you guys. We will see you until next time. Oh, by the way, we were sponsored by Bet Online. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye.